Hey, are you ready to co-collaborate with the universe in order to unlock, unleash, and truly step into the life of your dreams? Well, my beautiful soul, you are exactly where you need to be, and you're receiving the exact message you need to step into a realm where dreams become reality and desires manifest into existence. But before we get into this week's episode, it's that time of year where I open up the doors to my always sold out transformative program, ITM, Into the Mystic. And in four weeks together, you and I will deep dive into the mystical realm of feminine energy, harness the power of the sun and the moon, tap into the ancient wisdom of crystals, align with your highest potential through shadow work, and master the frequency of, you guessed it, M-O-N-E-Y, money. This is your chance to embrace abundance, fulfillment, and true manifestation like never before. And for my valued podcast listeners, I'm offering an exclusive 20% discount on enrollment with the code ITM20, ITM20. Plus, I offer flexible monthly payment plans that are available to everyone to make this life-changing experience happen. Don't let this opportunity slip away. Step into the mystic, which starts May 26th, and unleash the power within you. To start right now, just slide your finger over to the show notes and enroll today. Learn how to manifest the life of your dreams. You're listening to the Manifest Miracles podcast, dialed into the frequency of abundance, always and in always. I'm Michelle J. Lamont, a manifestation master, author, speaker, and coach. And for the last five years, I've obsessively dedicated my life to uncovering, dissecting, and analyzing every aspect of the practices and modalities in which we call manifestation. We truly are more powerful than we can even imagine and fully capable of manifesting miracles on the daily. Now, I can't tell you which thought leader or topic we'll be discussing in our 30-minute pod, but I do guarantee that in every single episode, you will learn something about your divine power, the collective, and how to attract or manifest a life beyond your wildest dreams. So let's get started manifesting your miracle right now. Welcome to Manifesting Miracles. I'm your host, Michelle J. Lamont, and we are going to be having such a powerful and impactful show, a podcast where we are going to dive deep in how you will manifest your miracles through tapping in to the unresolved thing, the unresolved pain, the unresolved frequency of loss. Now, you're probably wondering, Grief and manifestation superpowers, Michelle? What? How is this possible? We're going to get into it. We're going to talk about it. We're going to be rolling on into the deep because it's a painful, powerful, emotional, transitional, vibrationally shifting episode. Now, if this is your first time tuning in and you think, I have no idea what she's talking about. Uh, What is she talking about? 
Well, we're going to get into it. And if you've been listening for a long time, no matter where in the world you're listening to, I've got listeners in 54 countries. There's over 3,000 something podcasts on this subject. I'm always in the top 200. You know why? Because you guys are sharing this podcast with everybody in your circle because your life is changing, because you're getting confident, because you're seeing these shifts and the universe loves it. So what is manifestation? Manifestation is aligning yourself with the vibration of the things that you want to manifest into your reality. Because everything that we need already exists, right? It exists on some vibrational field that we are just not attached to. We don't have to create it. We don't have to design it. We know we want a house. Okay, there's a house. We know we want a car. Okay, there's a car. We know we want a mate. There's people. There's human beings everywhere. They're sleeping, eating, drinking, everything. So how is it that we as humans don't understand grief? Listen. I'm going to be the first person to tell you I've suffered quite a lot of grief. Sometimes even now my grief overwhelms me and, and I will work with people and I'll psychically be talking to them or energetically be exchanging energy. And all of a sudden I hear this word or this phrase and I say it to them and they're like, that's what my sister used to say all the time. That's what my dad used to call me. Yes. I'm in tune with grief. (laughs) And that grief, that loss, it's, it's so powerful. So if it's a vibrational power and we are energetic beings and we are, and it's a frequency and there's a vibration, then on the opposite side, there's somebody who loves us. We can't experience the pain of the loss if that person didn't have the love for us. All of us have experienced grief. It's something that we all have in common. Even if we've personally never one-on-one lost somebody, we've lost a celebrity that we really liked. Personally, I have put down and buried 14 dogs, 14 beautiful, lovely dogs. And what is dog backwards? G-O-D, unconditional love. And I know you're probably thinking, What does the loss of a pet, Michelle, I lost my child. Michelle, how could I ever recover from that? Michelle, I never had my child. I had miscarriage after miscarriage, miscarriage. All I wanted to do was be a mom. How do I grieve? How do I use that pain? That's ridiculous. What you're saying is asinine. Michelle, I lost my parents during COVID and my grandparents, my coworkers, my friends. Any form of that pain is a vibrational match to the amount of love you two shared. And I think for me, and you're going to, I may break down, I may cry. That's just what the fuck happens sometimes, right? But you have to understand that when you're a vibrational match to love, you're going to miss it. When somebody sees you and loves you regardless and you don't have them anymore, it's going to be hard because we're living in a human plane. So it's very, very difficult for us to believe or to receive or to understand that this earth life is such a small window of our actual life that we get stuck on the loss 
instead of harnessing that energy, transmuting it and saying, well, now that you're over here taking orders, dad, could you please send me the love of my life? Could you please send me this job? Could you please send? No, we are co-creating with the creator. So when we are creative, we now understand that that loss doesn't have to be the way we understand it. Because one thing that science has proven is that energy doesn't die. It just evolves, expands, and changes. That is a scientific fact. And I think one of the hardest things, to be honest with you, and I always will be, and one of the the things that I think was really hard for me when I lost my mom at 10 was that I would never have her to look out for me again. And I would soon see my dad give me away and drop me off with some trash bags at an orphanage. And all those conversations that I could never have about, oh my gosh, my period started, makeup, boys, should I marry this guy? All these conversations that I could never have. And that to me was the real grief. It was, it was not only the ones that I missed having, it was all the ones that I'm never going to have. And, and then, and then all the, for me, I have a C-section scar and no babies had lots of miscarriages and lost my dad. Even though we, we weren't talking when he died, I forgave him afterwards. And now I just absolutely love him. Um, I've lost two friends who have been murdered. I remember the funeral of one very vividly the other day when Oscar's wife was pregnant with their first baby, her only baby. And we were getting to the burial plot. And I heard this bone chilling scream like she was just coming to the actual realization that he had been murdered. I can still hear it now. It's just so heavy. You know what I'm talking about. If you've ever been around real grief. And I think that the heaviness is equal to the love that was given. And for me, it's been very hard to understand this. And then even more difficult to use it. And then even more difficult to work with it. Because I still would get angry that I can't ever have those conversations. And I can't ever ask those questions. And I can't ever be in that vibrational field. So the loss was overwhelming. And I just avoided it. I would just say, I forgive it. I forgive it. I forgive it. I forgive it. And I want to move on. But the frequency did not want me to ignore it anymore. They kept sending me person after person after person on, on my, that listens to this podcast that was dealing with very traumatic grief and loss. People talking about missing their father, their daughter, their child. My son was killed by a drunk driver. My husband was murdered. My daughter left. I haven't seen her. I think she's dead. And through all of that, they wanted me to explain to all of you how difficult it is for you to manifest 
what it is you want when you're wasting your energy on this grief. Because this person is not in pain. This person is not suffering. They're not lost. They they can't feel what we feel in the human existence. They're only back to their light energy vibrational state. So they want us to be happy. They don't want us to be a sad. They don't want us to be depressed. But we are because of it. Because we love them so intensely. We love them so deeply. We don't want them fucking gone. We want them here with us. And we're selfish. And I used to always remember, if you haven't seen Terms of Endearment, there is this scene with Sally Field. And her daughter, Julia Roberts, has this cancer. I forgot what it was. Yes. Was it? No, Terms of Endearment was um, with... um, Oh my gosh, I'm getting the movies confused. It wasn't Terms of Endearment. It was uh, Steel Magnolias. So Julia Roberts was sick and Sally Fields is screaming, right? She's suffering. Give her her medicine. She's in pain. She's in pain. And she says, I can run to Texas and back, but Shelby never could. And she breaks down And she just loses it. And we all know what it's like when we lose somebody so painfully and we loved them so much that we're so angry. We're just so fucking angry that they're not here anymore. And that we don't get to have those conversations. So we misunderstand this. We misunderstand that now We can tap into this energy source and transmute this energy. This energy is coming to us and we're wasting it. We are simply not understanding how to use grief to manifest miracles. And I couldn't understand why over and over and over again, all these people who had suffered tremendous loss were reaching out to me. So I I said, all right. There's this book that I picked up and read and I don't really, wasn't really, I was half reading it and half not reading it. And I kept putting it down and kept putting it back up and kept putting it down. And finally, two Saturdays ago, I picked it back up. The book is called Signs, The Secret Language of the Universe by Laura Lynn Jackson. Now, let me tell you something. (laughs) Ain't nobody on this planet can read this book and not cry. So if you haven't had a good cry in a minute and you've lost somebody, read this book. If you've never lost somebody, read this book. If you've lost somebody and you're suffering, read this book. If you lost somebody and you're not suffering and you understand it and you're clear and transmuting it and you're changing this energy into abundance, you're manifesting your miracles with this bereavement energy read this book I don't get any bonus points I don't make any money it's just it's such a powerful powerful book that it explains this energy in such a dynamic and beautiful way and so I had this very complicated relationship with my father I didn't forgive him until after many years after he died And he never wanted to be forgiven. He feels completely vindicated in what he did. And I understand it now. I understand why he gave me away. And I love him for it. 
But I get angry. I used to get angry, even up until two weeks ago, that a perfect stranger's bereaved or past sister can come up to me, the, the living one, ask me a question, and I'm going to give them an answer. And they're like, oh, my gosh, that's what she used to say all the time. And I'm like, why the fuck doesn't my dad talk to me this way? The only time I hear from him is to help my brothers. The only time he comes through is to help them once again. And I got so angry. I'm like, really? Even in the afterlife, you can't talk to me? Even in the afterlife, we can't have a relationship, dad? So I picked up the book. Then I'm laying on my patio and the birds are singing and I'm reading and I'm boohooing and crying and I'm reading and then I'm crying some more and then I'm hearing all these beautiful stories about how all these loved ones communicated with people who were still here, how they sent them red balloons and, 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 you know, this queen of hearts, uh, card in the deck, how they, Will it help them hear a certain song over and over again? How they would uh, communicate with them through a book falling off a shelf. How they could communicate with them through a, a bird landing on them and staying on them for 20 or 30 minutes and not leaving. Because the, the energy that was your dad is now transmuted into a bird and you guys knew that the bird was your sign. And so here he is in a bird. And I got... Hmm. I got so angry. I got so mad at him. I'm like, why can't we have a conversation? Why do I have to talk to all these other souls? And you don't, you only talk to me to help the boys. So she talked about something, a practice that I teach people about music how universal it is, how, uh, how you can just hit shuffle and your angels and your guides will, will to send you something and they do and they always will. And I got to a chapter, a part in the book where she's talking about her father dying. And I was like, Oh, that's interesting. This book is about her dad. Really and truly. And the complicated relationship she had with her father. Okay, wow. Well, I still wasn't putting two and two together. I I noticed it, right? I observed it. In the frequency of that divine lift and guide. Here was a very complicated story. A very complicated relationship that she had with her own father. Okay. And she talks about how her dad was very clever. And I was like, wow, my dad was very clever. He's such an intelligent man. And I forgave him. And he was really, I really love him. I do. But I really get mad that I can talk to all these people and I can't talk to him. So I get so angry. I put the book down. I literally cannot read one more word without feeling this vibration of anger and frustration. And pain because I love him. Why does he want to talk to me? That's what I kept thinking. So he sends me signs for business all the time. Because he loved talking business with me. He really loved strategizing with me. And I think the reason, one of the reasons that I was such a successful entrepreneur. And I, I was so creative. And I came up with so many solutions. And I was so successful. 
was because he was always there making me hear him when I wouldn't hear him in life. But I wasn't satisfied with that because all these people in the book, they were getting all these really obvious, like they were living Disney fantasies where the birds were landing on them and the, and the mice were walking around with thimbles and sewing dresses. I mean, in this book, she talks about all, because she's a psychic, all of these interactions that she has with the beyond and all these families and all these situations. And I had to put the book down because I got so frustrated. And then I look over, I put the book down, I stand up and I, I just said, okay, I'm going to meditate and breathe through this because this is not my highest vibrational point of attraction. This is not where I feel my best. This is not where creation happens. This is in my lack. This is in my fear. This is in my doubt. This is me telling me that I suck. This is me telling me that I'm not worthy. This is me going back to being that little girl who was abandoned by her father and she doesn't live here anymore. So she needs to get evicted. So I'm meditating and I just breathe through it. <sighs> I put the book down. And I'm sitting there on my deck and I'm meditating and I hear the birds chirping. And I'm like, oh, wouldn't that be cool if a bird comes and lands on me and I look up? No damn bird. No bird. Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> so now I just said, all right, dad, I just want you to know I love you no matter what. I love you. I love you. I love you. I send you love. I know you're protecting me. I know you're guiding me. I know that you're here with me, but I just really wish that you were able to communicate with me because I would love to talk to you. Then I notice, and I buy all these different types of speakers. Okay. And I notice that I have this one speaker for my pool. I have all these speaker systems in my house. I love music. Uh, very energy, energetically connected to vibrations. So I love sound and sound baths. And anyway, so I noticed this pool one, this pool one I haven't used in probably eight months is sitting there and it kept calling me, kept said, go turn me on, turn me on. And I kept saying to myself, I didn't want to get up from my meditative state because I didn't want to go turn it on because I knew it was going to be off because it had been off for six months. And how could it keep a charge for that long? Because it's, you know, it's, it's a, a, one of those things you have to put the battery in. And so I got up and I said, all right, I'm going to turn it on. So I was like, do, and it goes automatically connects. And a lot of times this doesn't happen because my Bluetooth is very weird out here. And, and it doesn't necessarily always connect with my Ray OB speaker. And I see the little lights come up and goes, and I just said, if you're here, talk to me now. Now, my nieces range from 16 to 23 and they grew up here they they've had all these Christmases I've been 15 years in this house they've spent lots of Christmases lots of birthdays lots of sleepovers lots of slumber parties my brother lived with me I have all these people's songs on all my uh wi-fi system so I don't <laughs> I never know what song is going to come up when I hit shuffle but this time I didn't hit shuffle this time I told my dad I wanted to talk to him and he made me turn this Rayobi speaker on. I turn it on and the first song that comes on, I said, I just, half of me thought it was going to be him and half of me didn't, but all of me wanted it to be. And so the song comes on. 
and I've never heard of it. I don't know. I, I know it's my, one of my niece's bands because I don't know it. It's called Five Seconds of Slumber or Five Seconds of Summer or something like this. And the title, which that name of the band means nothing to me. I don't understand it. We don't have any five second thing, dad. What the? F- and then the title of it says Woke Up in Japan. And now I'm angry because I said, I've never even been to Japan. In fact, I was just thinking about how I was never been to Japan. And I'm like, what kind of shit is this? And then all of a sudden, the book that I was reading, I said, oh, my God. On page 92 of this book, the author, Laura Lynn Jackson, talks about her dad's death. You can do this, Michelle. She talks about her dad's death and how she had psychically known he was going to cross over, never die. We don't die. There is no death. There is no death. Repeat after me. There is no death. There's everlasting life. There is no death. There is everlasting life. There is no death. There's only everlasting life. Your life time on earth is just a second. You're here to be a creator. So in this chapter, she had discussed her dad's death and their complicated relationship, very much like my father and I, which I found very beautiful because I knew that he sent me this book and he wanted me to read it because he wanted me to talk to him. And this song comes up, woke up in Japan. And I got mad because I'd never been there. And and I realized exactly where I got the most frustrated, where I was crying was where she was talking about on page 92 that she had just gotten a deal to go to Japan and be on a Japanese show about being a psychic and talking to the people who have crossed over and how she knew it was okay for her to continue with that because her her dad wasn't going to cross over for until next Thursday. And I got chills all over because he was there reading the book with me. He made me pick up that book that day. He put that song. I never even hit shuffle. And I fell to my knees and I read her words, how she had never been to Japan. And I had even said to myself, wow, I've been to 18 countries and I've never been to Japan. I wonder if I'll ever go to Japan. So my dad put that song, woke up in Japan. I've never even heard of it. (coughs) Excuse me. On my Rayobi, and I took screenshots, and I'm going to share it with you on Instagram. And I got down on my knees, and I started crying, and I said, Daddy, oh, my God, you're here. What are you going to send me next? How long are you going to talk to me through these songs? And I picked up the book, and it was, I'm sobbing through it. I'm pouring tears out on this Japanese story. Then the next song that comes on is Prince, Let's Go Crazy. And the first lines, the first chorus, Dearly Beloved, we are gathered here to get this through this thing called life. Life, the ever-lending word, the electrical word, life means forever. But I'm here to tell you something. There's something else. The afterworld. A world of never-ending joy and happiness. Where you can see the sun day 
or night. And I was like, damn, you're so clever. You're such a genius, Dad. You're doing so good communicating with me. No wonder when I put my energy into creation, I manifest so many things. It's 12 o'clock. Because I live in that energy of creation and that's where you are and you're always guiding me and you're always helping me and God and I are not separate. And so therefore you and I are not separate. You haven't gone anywhere. You're here right now. You're, you're on this microphone. You made me do this episode about you. And I said, all right, what's the next song? We all know the power of three, but he, you know, that's my dad. He's very, very, very pushy, you know, excuse me. The third song is Daddy Lessons by Beyonce. And in the song, she says, my daddy told me how to be strong and how to be brave. And I was like, oh, is that what you taught me? That's what all these were? Daddy lessons? And I started laughing. And earlier that day, I'd had a conversation with I thought myself, but it wasn't myself. It was a higher self that was always communicating with my angels and my guides. And when I'm always communicating with my angels and guides, that's when I can tap into other people's energy and I can see things that they can't see and I can see futures for them that they can't see and I can see futures for myself and I can be this creative state. And when I'm in this creative state, what happens is I become more creative. And when I become more creative, I open up the, the opportunities for me to have more creation. And when I open up the opportunities for me to have more creation, more vibrations happen. And the state where the things are, are in the creative side of the energy. Not in the lack, not in the fear, not in the doubt, not in the missing. And I realized that all this grief energy was wasted on pain. When it can be used for creators. And that when we tap in and we say, I see you. Holy shit, you made me buy this book. You made me turn on that Ryobi speaker. You are so specific. That when I was reading that she was having problems with her father's death and the communication with him. That you stopped it and then picked this song of all the songs for me to listen to, for me to understand that you were always there communicating with me. And then you said there was, let's go crazy. Let's go crazy here on earth because we have this power and we have this ability and we have this limitless creative state because the creator who created all created you. And when you are in partnership with God, the highest creator of all, the most creative energy that ever lived, you're going to transmute that grief energy into something wonderful here. You're going to use that grief for good. Like Charlie Brown, good grief. Yeah. I've been using that grief for good. I just didn't understand that I was. And before I read the book for the second time, but really for the first, I'd had a conversation, which I thought was with myself, but obviously was with my dad about 
how, and I got to wrap it up because I'm getting heavy on time and I know I don't want to take too much of your time and I appreciate you being here on the podcast and I appreciate you sharing it with everybody and I appreciate you writing a review and I appreciate you hiring me and I appreciate you allowing me to change your life and I appreciate you tuning into this frequency of abundance and I appreciate you in every single way possible and when I am crossed over and you're listening to this podcast, guess what? I'm going to be there with you. Because before I turn the mic on, I envision myself standing right next to you holding your hand. I envision my light being cast out through the airways and right into you. And when I have limitless abundance and I am free to be a creator, I can show you how to be a creator. And when you are free to be a creator and you start creating, you show everybody around you and you help people I'll never meet. Just like I do. So when you sign up for one of my workshops or we take one of my courses or one of my programs or we do one of my coaching, or you come to one of my retreats or you share my podcast, you're tapping into that too. So earlier that day, and I'll wrap it up, earlier that day, I was in the kitchen or I was doing something in the house and I was thinking about my move and I was thinking did I waste all those years in my marriage? Why didn't I wake up sooner? Was it wasted time? And I said, Michelle, that is not creator energy. Michelle, that is lack mentality. Michelle, this doesn't feel good. Put your hand on your heart. Does it feel good to think that way? No. So I wrapped myself, my arms around myself, and I gave myself a big, beautiful hug. And I said, I love you so much. Please don't talk to my friend that way. And then the fourth song came on after Daddy Lessons. And like I told you, all my nieces and my nephews, all their songs are on here, all the Christmases we've had. My brother lived here, all of his crazy songs, music I don't listen to. And I like the Eagles just as much as anybody else, but I couldn't say I'm an Eagles fan or I know their work very well. I mean, I love Hotel California because that poor girl, I just felt really bad for her. This song comes on and it was the last one before I realized that he was always talking to me. Wasted time. That's the exact title of this song. And then I really kind of lost it. And it says there's no wasted time. There's no waste of time. So he was basically telling me, I'm in your head. I'm always there. I'm listening. I'm directing traffic. I'm talking to you. Whether you like it or not, whether you're paying attention or not, whether you're interested or not, daddy's here. And so what I want you to take away from this is that they are not gone. And the loss that you feel is equal to the love that you gave. And the loss that you feel can only feel that deep because you love them so much. And whether it was a dog or a child or a family member or a friend, if you love them, they loved you. And that doesn't change. If you talk to them, talk, still talk to them. They're going to talk right back. Ask them to change this grief into creation. And I guarantee you that you're going to be able to use this energy to manifest unbelievable things, babe. 
unbelievable things. I've been able to manifest unbelievable things. Every single day, I manifest a miracle. Every single day. Every single day, some miracle appears. To now, I don't even call them miracles. I'm just like, I expect the, the best things to happen. And when there is an opposite of what I want, I don't go down the rabbit hole of lack and pain and doubt and fear. I say, what is this suffering supposed to teach me? Where am I supposed to take this energy now? And I challenge you to take this grief and use it as your manifestation superpower and to tap in to all of the energy that is here to help us and guide us and direct traffic into the best and the easiest way to manifest our miracles every single day. And you hear me talking about my mom a lot, but my dad obviously didn't like that. So John Richard Lamont, I love you. I love you, dad. And I really appreciate you sending me those music because I would have never done this podcast. I tried to focus in on what we can do now, where we are now. And I know that I'm feeling this way because it's how much you loved me. And because you love me so much, you're making me feel you so deeply. And I'm sending you that love back and I'm saying I'm asking it as a creation. And I know that you're directing traffic and you made me do this podcast. So I want you to use this energy of abundance, this creator energy, and use grief to manifest unbelievable, super powerful things into your life. And don't feel that it's a loss. They're not sad. (laughs) They're not in pain. They're love light energy here surrounding us all the time, sending us angels and sending us signs and sending us people, situations and things we like to call coincidences, bullshit. Because they want us to know how much they can help us and how much we love them and how much they love us. So please don't waste your grief on tears. Don't waste your grief on depression. Transmute it. Take that energy. I feel it. Now I need to use it to create something. Now I need to use it as a higher vibrational state. And don't go one more day believing that you've lost anything because you haven't. And you can transmute this energy and let them be the love light, divine light energy that they are. So I ask that you just please, please put my hand on my heart and I'm looking right at you right now. I love you. My whole heart loves you so much. I'm your best friend. I'm here to help you. I'm here to show you how powerful you are, how much you're loved, how many people are standing behind you, your team of light, every ancestor that's ever lived, every person that's been a part of your life, everything is here to guide you and help you and manifest your miracle. Don't waste it. 
Grief is good. It can be used as our superpower. And I love you, John Richard Lamont. And I forgive you entirely. And I think you're very funny and very clever for the record. And I I will be a good daughter and listen and, and start cooperating, collaborating. And I won't fight you. And so I want you guys to do the same. And I want you to know that it is your turn to have divine light energy, to live that beautiful life, to be a creator. And I I send you off with the most beautiful, warm wish that you go into this next day, this next hour, this next minute, feeling that love surrounding you right now that that you're overwhelmed with love. That's how I am right now. I feel like all these angels are just surrounding this microphone and they're pushing you to spread this message. They're pushing you. Send it to everybody you know. Send this link to everybody in your family that's suffering from grief. Send this link to everybody that you ever met. Send it to everybody on your Instagram. Who cares if they know if you know them or not? Just say, hey, I think this is a good episode. You should listen to this. So we can put this love light energy into rooms that may have never heard it. And I don't benefit from it. Except that energetically, I know I'm spreading that love light into the world. And to me, that is like winning the lottery every single week that you listen to, that I, that I make a podcast. So I challenge you to use this grief for good. And with that, I'm going to wrap. And I ask you, work with me. Call me. Spread this joy. Let's get it done. Let's work together. Let's resolve this. Let's manifest the most beautiful life possible. And I'd be honored to help you. I'd be honored to serve. So I'm Michelle J. Lamont. And until next time, go manifest your miracle today. <laughs>